Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Shadow Play Paranormal. I'm your host, Nathan. It's been a hell of a weekend. It's been a long weekend, fun weekend, away with some friends and some friend family. Um, but that's not an important part here. Um, so yeah, I'd like to apologize, just having some issues with that. Kind of been in a funk, honestly, since the investigation. Now, I do want to apologize I unfortunately don't have any um, I don't have any recordings ready for y'all uh, from Waverly well excuse me whispers estate it's so easy to mix them up um, due to the fact on my phone I deleted all the recordings on accident I've got to go back through the digital recorder see if we caught anything um, may have caught a growl but I'll dig uh, deeper into that um, but anyway, um, as many of you may know, I, uh, with a couple of, uh, investigators, went and investigated Whispers Estates. Now, for those of you who may not know what it Whispers Estates is, it is a Victorian-style home, um, that was built in 1894, and those are the earliest discovered records. Uh, it was built by George and Sarah White, um, and then purchased in 1899 or 1901, depending on the source you use. Um, purchased by John and Jesse Gibbons. Now, John Gibbons was a doctor who did happen to use that home as a, uh, you know, as a medical office. So, you know, this house already has a, a great start. But anyway, um, you know, listen to last week's podcast. You'll get to hear a little bit more about whispers, but. Um, so, two of my friends, one has had no investigative experience whatsoever, um, so she was going in as quote-unquote fresh meat. My other friend slash co-investigator has been on things previously. She, um, you know, has been a great help, and uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to Heather for doing such a good job on being a you know, willing and open-minded. So anyway, we arrive. They uh, have us go through a safety video. They just, you know, rules the house and things along those lines. Um, from 12 to 1, they actually had a tour of the house, a flashlight tour. So we we went to, um, went to uh, the house, excuse me. Sorry, I was just reminiscing about Friday. Went to the house. Walk through, they explain the house, explain things that happen in each room, such as up in Virgil's closet, which is in the room that Gary and his family use as an apartment. Um, you know, they see a man, beast figure with horns. Um, I'll get to his closet later. Um, that's just an example. So, after that tour, they, uh, basically set us on our own so it was just the three of us in this house um two people were downstairs sleeping off in a side room um you know not disturbing any sort of investigation so we started off in the front parlor room where rachel um was found to be uh caught on fire and ended up uh, succumbing to her uh injuries there asking questions you know taking some pictures I didn't see anything, I didn't capture anything in terms of pictures. I'll have to go back through my recording 
on my uh, digital recorder to get back to you guys on that, but no, uh, no physical evidence that I saw. However, um, I did have one, um, my friend who was a newbie, she uh, was looking over at the stairwell and happened to see a shadow move. Um, you know, whether or not that was some sort of apparition or spirit, I can't tell. I didn't see it from my own eyes. So about after about 15 minutes, we went on to the next room, which was like the lobby area for the at-home practice. Um, where supposedly big black a, a spirit that's not really human is supposedly there. So I was sitting with my back towards uh, where big black usually uh, quote-unquote manifests. Um, not much really happened in there. Although I will say in terms of feeling very pungent um, perfume-like smell. It, it wasn't exactly perfume, but it you know, could be perfume. If that makes any sort of sense, if not, I apologize. Um, my friend, who is the newbie, um, she, you know, give a little background information on her. Um, her family, specifically her uh, adoptive mom, is kind of an empath. Um, is very sensitive to feelings and things. And she may be as well. Um, just understanding where and uh, how stories she's told me. She said she felt different in that room. Well, you know, nothing was really happening. We went back to uh, base, base camp, and then decided to go into the doctor's bedroom. Now, in terms of uh, doctor's bedroom, she would not go in the bedroom. Now, you know, she said that there, it was just a sense, this feeling of, um, you know, negative energy. I will say, in terms of Heather and I, as far as I understand, nothing has um, has occurred, or did occur, excuse me, while we were in there. So I can't, you know, explain for that. But that feeling she had, um, she decided to not really participate in uh, the investigations the rest of the night. Um, you know, we'll get more back to that. Now, like I said, Heather and I, we hung out there. Rough 15 minutes asking questions, just discussing. Nothing really happening. Still had that really pungent smell. Um, but besides that, nothing really. So we went back to base camp, talked to Sarah. We actually talked to her, um, you know, let her know it was okay. Did not continue if that's how she felt. Which was alright, you know. Um, definitely kills her uh, sense for this. But So Heather and I went upstairs to one of the other rooms up there. Where uh, in the closet, there's a bunch of toys in the closet because supposedly Gary, a child spirit, um, he'll play with you whether it's sending cars back out or, or whatnot. We're up there taking pictures. Funny uh, funny thing about that up there, they actually haven't cleaned mirrors off, at least in that room. So when uh, Heather took a picture, she took a picture and it looked like there was some sort of face in the picture. Well, I ended up taking a picture and got the same thing, went and, expect, and inspected the mirror. Turns out it's just the mirror hasn't been cleaned, so wasn't really getting, I hadn't up to this point, hadn't really been getting any spikes on the millimeter or anything, so, um, but I'll discuss my, how I was feeling uh, more so towards the end of this uh, podcast here. Now, you know, we're asking questions about the room and, you know, things we heard and asking Gary to play with us. I had the millimeter set up in his, his closet of toys with a digital recorder. Again, I'm going to go back through it just to make sure I didn't miss anything. 
Uh, but first run through, I didn't really hear anything. Um, so, you know, didn't get any responses in terms of playing with Gary, but that's all right. You know, that's how things happen. Um, sometimes houses will be active, sometimes houses will not be active. Um, so then we, you know, we packed up our stuff, went into Rachel's room, was supposedly Rachel's room, which, mind you, creepy as hell. Um, for those of you who are not big fans of dolls, and you go to this place, don't go in that room. <laughs> there's so many porcelain, there's a couple porcelain dolls, dolls that make noise, things along those lines, and the way they're set up is just rather odd. So we go in there, put the digital recorder on the bed and the millimeter. Weren't getting any real spikes. Um, didn't really get any, you know, any sense of anything was active in there. Um, so, you know, that's that's how that happens. Um, like I said, we actually ended up going back to Gary's room after a tiny bit just to check on to see if a toy or anything had been moved. Um, so... We decided to go to the bathroom, Mr. H's bathroom, which a man in the uh, 50s or 60s, and let me double check that on you. Yes, gentleman in the 50s or 60s died in the tub in the upstairs bathroom uh, for unknown reasons. And the tub that he died in is still in, <laughs> it's still in the house. So Heather laid down in it, it's kind of creepy, but again... Not, not much really happening. So the next room. So we actually went back downstairs just checking with Sarah. Um, she didn't really have... She thought, you know, she heard things moving around upstairs. But it was us opening doors. Um, you know, perfectly legit in terms of that. Um, you know, we game planned with her. She was still going to hang out down there. Um, so we went up to Virgil's room. The apartment where Gary's parents were. And Virgil's closet. Like I said, Virgil is seen as a half-beast, half-man kind of entity. Well, during the tour, a couple things, weird things happen. First of all, on a millimeter, I put the millimeter in the closet uh, and shut the door and just let the millimeter run for a little bit while they were talking about the rooms and stuff. As soon as we were leaving to go back downstairs, I got it out and turned it off. Now, I checked the recordings uh, because on the uh, piece of equipment you can check the highest and you can check the lowest in terms of the recording whether that's for EMF or if that's for uh, you know temperature like I said well what's odd is I had a spike on the millimeter um, of 4.9 which you know right in that house usually would stagnate anywhere between 0 0.0 to 0 0.3 um, just depending on where you were so, you know, that's that's one thing I want to share with you all. Um, in terms of the equipment, you got to, you know, millimeter especially, you got to get a baseline reading um, just so you don't think little spikes are something when it's, it's just the room itself. So I would like to, you know, share that disclaimer there. But, um, yeah, so, and then also when we were sitting in there, I all of a sudden felt like really hot around my neck well I had one of the guides for that that flashlight tour they checked my neck it was pretty red and as soon as I left the room it went away 
Um, so, you know, that's, that's an interesting thing. I can't really explain it. I'm not going to necessarily put it as a spirit attacking me or anything along those lines. So, anyway, we went up in there. Thought I heard some knocks and a growl. Not 100% sure um, whether or not where that was coming from or who that was coming from. Uh, but then again, not too much was happening. So we went back downstairs, talked to Sarah a little bit more, uh, just, you know, explained things that were happening. I got a little spike when I left it in there. I have to go back through the recorder because we actually left the recorder for almost 50 minutes in the closet itself. Um, I didn't get a chance to do that um, as, like I said, I've been out of town. I apologize, guys. But, you know, I'm sure, you know, I have a feeling maybe something got captured. Um, you know, again, I will tweet out if I get anything out of that. Now, we went all the way up to the act. Now, just to talk about the addict a little bit. You get up the stairs, and on the right is the seance room. Now, they have a Ouija board set up and, like, a little table with these mirrors and stuff. We messed around with it a little bit, not too seriously, nothing really happened. Um, then we went over to, across the hall, to the Red Room. Now, they don't know who the spirit is, um, but he, you know, is very territorial. Like, he scratched, um, you know, he's caused some health issues. Um, there was a letter up in there that they framed describing an experience that happened. Now, I decided to lay on the bed after like three minutes, um, because there, you know, that lady in the letter had described some feelings there. I'll tell you, I did get some sort of pressurized feeling on my, my chest area, my upper chest area. Like, it was, it wasn't painful, but it wasn't, it wasn't a normal feeling. So that occurred, and then we just you know to ask more questions didn't really get much happening i will say you know as far as all this stuff that didn't happen you know not much happened we got a few things here or there that house that is the most uncomfortable i have ever felt in any location nothing really happened but i never felt comfortable i never felt um as if you know things were going to be okay now, I will say my co-investigator, Heather, excuse me, Sarah, you know, I've documented her feelings. Um, you know, she felt very negative. When she sat in the kitchen, though, she felt fine. Um, Heather felt very uneasy in that house, too. Um, she did not feel very welcomed. She did not feel very pleasant. Um, she didn't give it off like she did, but... Um, after discussing with her later, that's what happened. She didn't really experience anything either, um, as well. You know, and that sometimes happens, because I've been to locations previously, and things will happen every time, but they're really not, you know, it's just, it's not an on-command thing. Um, so, you know, for things to not really happen, we'll go back through our recorders. Um, they do have, like, picture books though like in the opening area where you you go and you know get through registration and whatnot they have picture books of picture of attacks picture of injuries 
um, you know, manifestations, things along those lines. So it was fascinating to go through that too. Um, overall, in terms of this place, um, I'd like to go back. Um, I think, you know, it was just one of those nights. I think I could capture some things, um, you know, and plus it's close to me as well. So, you know, it's easy drive down, 37. So, I, you know, I think... I think this is a location well worthy of investing in. Again, you know, first time nothing particularly happened. It's just, like I said, the feeling of the house was just beyond ridiculous. Mm. Sorry, guys, I took a drink there. Um, so, yeah, so in terms of that location, that's really, unfortunately, this is a short episode just because there's not too much to talk about there. Um, and unfortunately, I'll do a you know a recap once I get through all of my evidence. Um, yeah, busy live, man. Just busy, 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 busy live. But you know, I I really enjoy doing these things. As I was talking to a different a different friend, um, I was discussing with her this weekend when I uh, visited her on the way back from where I was at. You know, I was discussing why I was interested in this stuff. And, you know, I don't know if I've shared it with you all, but basically, yes, Ghost Adventures got me into it, really. You know, say what you want about the quality and how you feel about them. But watching that got me into it. Then I started, you know, learning about some of these places and the history behind it. Or there was drastic negative history or, you know, death, disease, things along those lines. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's my interest in it. So for me, this is always a two-parter when I go do these investigations. I'm not only, you know, trying to find evidence to back up and support myself in terms of, um, you know, in terms of that, but I'm thinking, you know, I get to investigate these buildings illegally and get to go through and learn about the history. Um, you know, it's always fascinating. I've always been kind of a history buff. Um, you know, no issues in terms of that. So, uh, I think I might be going again the rest of this month, but I will not do a specific short podcast on it. I will just, you know, discuss it in passing unless drastic things happen this next time around. But I was thinking, you know, before I wrap up here, um, I, I know it's been a short one, um, but before I wrap up, you know, I would like to go over next week's, or this week's, um, since I was out of town, and get two-parter this week. Um, you know, I, I'm going to discuss a new location, um, a location that I would love to go do an investigation for, just based on upon the history. But, you know, it's probably going to be pretty impossible for the time, uh, time being here. Um so I'll announce it on Friday um, before I start the podcast what the location will be. Um, I will get back to introducing another piece of equipment that I think is quite fascinating in its own right. Um, I'll also announce that on Friday. Um, you know, get you get you a little hooked here and wanting to come back for more. Um, I may have a special guest with me on Friday as well discussing their past experiences. Uh, maybe asking me questions, maybe I can get somebody to interview about, you know, their beliefs and their belief systems. 
who knows this is this is always an open podcast for you so for those of you listening out there always tweet your questions or your your thoughts at me at spp investigate on twitter you know i'll always answer the best of my capability um you know share your interest share your skepticism um you know things along those lines um you know i'm sorry Again, you know, I really feel like I hyped this place up, and then not too much happened, so I can't really share much with y'all. I will say, it's it's well worth going, checking out. You know, things may not have happened, but like I said, never have felt more uncomfortable in my life than in that place. Um, so, you know, hopefully get to go back here soon. On that note, I just want to tell you all, I appreciate the listens. Appreciate your interest, and I wish you all a very, very dark night.